Tailwind Offer here with Ozzy Ramirez. Welcome back to the show, man. How you doing? I'm, I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. So uh, welcome back to Disruption Nation, a show, podcast, platform, YouTube channel, where we showcase people that are disrupting their space in a positive way. Put them on blast. So Ozzy's in the uh, hot seat. We've got a lot to talk about, and he uh, knows a lot about a lot. And uh, we're, we're about to, we're going to dive into it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty fired up. So quick little intro and in, uh, in background. Ozzy as uh, one of the first Houston real producer cover story agents that we did. Okay. We're three years old now, you know, so that was, uh, you know, probably within the first year, I think maybe something like that. Yeah. yeah within that first maybe first 18 months might not be in the first year, but, uh, -huh. uh, towards the beginning of the deal. And then, uh, we've had him on a panel before, probably going to have him on a masterclass moving forward, but got a great organization, you know, 40, $50 million plus producer, you know, I mean, I say that loosely, but it's kind of cool when you can say a number like that on books, off books, whatever, you know, it, it, it's, <laughs> you're, uh, you're, you're doing, you've always, uh, carried a lot of weight and, uh, made it a great name for yourself in the real estate community, KW, um, and you know just top producing mega agent you know has been for a while eight agents currently four admin and keller williams clear lake so repping the south side of h-town with kw and yeah. and i'm happy to have you back man you were one of the most uh dynamic speakers you know you got a gift and a talent to be able to reach and and connect with people yeah. and uh and I, and I noticed that when it was one-on-one -on -one me and you doing our interview uh, for your your story that we did in Houston Oil Producers, and then uh, and then you let a little bit of that show through. You know when we did the uh, you know the the first panel panel event, and uh, and and anyway, and I'm what's going on, man? Like how are you doing? How's how's your office? You know, you know, <laughs> I, 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 your family. So first off, we gotta recognize the elephant in the room, which is this whole coronavirus thing. It's been uh, mm -hmm. it's yeah. been pretty rowdy. It's kind of it changed the way my team and I have done business, and uh. I think if, if I could sum this whole thing up and kind of keep it short and sweet, cause we could talk about it forever is um, it created a whole lot of new norms within my team. You know, we had to every morning in my team, we do huddles and we, we do affirmations and all these things. And we began to realize that we could pull off some of the thing, same things and have a similar effect in zoom. And um, so it, it kind of, it creates this, um, it's a, a long distance culture that actually works. And at the same time, you know, it created an opportunity for us to get home to our families earlier. Um, it created an opportunity for us to, you know, kind of cut cords here and there and say, you know what, I'm getting off the grid to be with my family. And yeah. I tell you, my the thing I say about this whole thing is the new norms that we have created that are good for us, they're good for our families, if they're good for our businesses, if they're good for the people around us and our charities or whatever we're working with my my i believe the biggest tragedy that could come from all this if we go back to the way it was before if we're not spending more time awesome. um just with our families if we're not spending more time just really pouring into people and maybe having a little bit more understanding and caring for our fellow man if we go back to the way it was before and we miss some of those things that will be the greatest freaking tragedy that we're going to see out of this uh, and that's why well, I was excited to have you on. You know, you speak the real, bring in the raw already. And, you know, I mean, I haven't heard anybody say that yet. You know, I mean, I, I, um, I mean, hell, I, I, don't, I feel not alone at all. But, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a big advocate for this being, you know, a, a huge opportunity, you know, and just in finding, finding the good in that. That's, you know, I mean, I am a forever optimist, you know, extremely positive individual already you know but uh, but for you know to go a little bit further and say it'd be a tragedy to go back the way that it was when i mean i've heard so many people 
in the last six weeks say i just can't wait until things to get back to be normal you know can't wait you know, till they're back back exactly how they were what the it's what, a, right it's, it's a tough situation man i tell you it's a it's so many there's so many sides of it like you know, so we look many. at the economy and all these things and people can get so upset about reopening. And I get that, man. I, I'm, I'm a capitalist to the end. I get that. And the same token for me, I got to be real with you. Like I grew up poor. We grew up with nothing. We lived in vans. We lived in shacks. We were, I lived in a little Camaro one time. Like it was crazy. So to not have money and not have those things, it's like, it's not the worst thing in the world. The worst thing in the world is when you, maybe you're not spending enough time with your kids or your wife and you're not loving the people around you. Like, you know, I've uh, you know, we we had a foreclosure when I got in this business. I lost my first house, roughly about a year and a half into it because I just it was it was tough. You know, it's hard getting your business off the ground and made bad decisions. And you know, one thing I always kept telling my wife is, as long as we have each other, and we have a family. Like none of that matters. Like the financials don't freaking matter. What matters is that we just we love each other, we understand each other, we take care of each other, and that has nothing to do with money, at all. No. And but so yeah. Overall, like if, if you look at just the dynamics of what we're in right now is there can be some absolutely amazing things that can happen out of this. Now, nobody wants to lose loved ones. Nobody wants to go through the sickness and lose function in their lungs and some of the things that are happening. I am not at all saying that those things are okay. What I am saying is there's a silver line to this. And if you do not open up your mind and listen to what God's trying to tell us right now, whoever your God is, whoever speaks to you, if you're not listening right now and trying to find the things that he absolutely wants you to hear about and learn from, you're missing everything that is happening right now. And that's, that's a tragedy and that's a shame. So just grab on to whatever it is and, and love it. Love it for as much as you possibly can. That's huge. Huge, heartfelt, heartfelt, man. I am, uh, yep, I'm right there with you. So let's talk about let's uh, how you run your operation right now. I mean, what's uh, what what are you doing? How's it affecting you? Like, you know, what's, what's you know. So here's the crazy thing: is in like December, like November, December of last year, um, we saw the shift coming. You know, we saw the market starting to turn a little bit. Like me and just all the books and things you study, you see, hey, something's happening. The shifts shifts happening. The last three, four, five years of things just being absolutely amazing, something's going to shift. You know, and a shift, a lot of people think like a shift in the market is whenever it goes like this and then it drops and all of a sudden the market just <laughs> takes this nosedive. That's not a real, like the real shifts we see all the time. When the market is red hot, right, or white hot, and then it turns to red hot, that's still a shift, True. right? Very so true. the thing, what I explain to my people is, we're going to that shift. We may be going from white hot to red hot. We may be going from white hot to kind of just like just keeping consistent. I don't know, but we are going in this shift. So I just prepared everybody on my team. I said, get on the phones and have as many conversations as you can reach out to your database. You know, your, your sphere of influences call FISBOs expired, like double down on your lead gen because we're about to experience a shift and we started it. And it's crazy in March and April, we had record breaking months on my team. So we started that pattern, we started rolling and then Corona hit and it was like, wow, what are we going to do? Like, how do we even adjust to this? Yeah. Um, but overall we prepared for something that was not what we got into. We got, we, we prepared for a shift and we got a, a shift. Like we got, we got a little craziness, but luckily we prepared properly for it. And um, in doing so, you know, we've created a bunch of businesses. So I used to pay a company to deliver all my sign and lock boxes. I mean, last year I looked at that number and it was like $63,000 I spent with signed lock boxes and things for my organization. This year I created my own company and roughly we're, we're on track to save at least 
thirty to forty thousand dollars, so I cut that bill in half. So all these different things, I created a new company, created an opportunity for another person to go into business with me. Um, I created a way for my my AskAzzy.com real estate company to save thirty to forty thousand something dollars, and that's also a third party company that we can sell to other agents and create another profit source. Um, and then we also we've been doing TC and C investments. So I have a business partner, Tim Luna and Mike Carbajal, we created TCNC Investments um, over a year or two ago. And me and Tim have been working together on investment side. And, you know, this is where we might make a lot of real estate agents mad, but we do wholesale deals. You know, we get it under contract, we flip the contract, we flip the paper, and, you know, you can make ten dollars to $150,000 on flipping one paper. And it's kind of crazy, and people don't realize that that's out there. Yeah, and, talk about that for a minute. Yeah, because I mean, that's not something I hear. You know, real estate in, agents, uh, real estate agents don't believe that there's a place for this. Yeah. Like if you look at it, you have like these two gangs. Do this also. <laughs> you have the What's wholesale that? gang and the real estate agent gang. Oh, got it. Okay. And they're, they're like fighting each other, right? So a lot of real estate agents are like, wholesalers just boost bootleg real estate agents. They don't have their license and da, 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 and they just, they get crazy and they get mad about it. And then wholesalers say, real estate agents are worthless. They don't understand the investment game and da, da, da. Well, when I, when I was, I, I cold call a lot. I still do. I, I, I pay attention to my database yet. I cold call a lot and I'd call a lot on Zillow. So I'd go on to Zillow and I would cold call the listings on Zillow. I don't pay Zillow for any leads. I just go on there and find the home homeowners and I call them and I say, Hey, you got a property online. Do you want to sell it? So, well, I get a lot of wholesalers and, um, you know, I just realized, okay, so this isn't your property. What's your marketing? How's that work? Da, 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 whatever. We started talking about it. Well, when you have a contract, with the seller that says that this is your contract but you have the right to market it like there's all these things that open those doors that it's legit and it's legal but it doesn't seem on the up and up yet i saw it as an opportunity so i reached out to my wholesalers and i said hey look how many deals do you get under contract that you don't end up flipping the paper and making a profit where it just dies and you don't end up making anything off it and a guy at one guy was like well, you know i'll probably get about 10 under contract a month and i may close one or two and I told him, I go, so nine to eight to nine of those, you don't yeah. close every month. And he goes, yeah. And I said, okay. So those people want to sell their house, but you couldn't get it done, which is okay. I understand that. And he said, yeah. And I said, great. Why don't you give me those eight or nine people and I'll give you a $50 gift card, which is completely legal in the state of Texas, Texas Real Estate Commission, completely uh -huh. legal. I'll give you a $50 gift card for sending me that lead. And that way at the end of the month, you have $400 worth of gift cards in your pocket when you would have had zero. So and there's you money for your marketing budget. A That's a good lead. Yeah. Well, the wholesaler, the wholesaler was just squandering it. He would, the, the lead would die. He would get nothing. It would, it would ripen on the vine. Nobody would eat it at all. Yeah. So I, I would offer to pay for them for that. And that's how that would work. So wholesalers just start feeding me deals saying, oh my God, this guy's going to monetize something where I was going to lose it. You because share I all could, this with your team or do you handle it? This is like no, we all do it. I, 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 go, I, I, go, I teach my team all these tricks that I've learned in this business in 15 years and closing around 2,000 deals. I, I teach them all. My ultimate goal is to give away everything that I know. Like uh, I live my life as if, like I treat everyone in my organization like the relationship of love that I have with my children because the relationship I have with my parents. So like my parents either left or died like when I was growing up and I, I had to fend for myself. So I, you know, 17, 18, living in the streets trying to figure things out uh, because I didn't have any parents at that time. And I went to jail a lot and got a lot of trouble between like 18 and 21. But what I realized is that my parents weren't like 
they weren't like the type of people that would give you a book or a manual and tell you, oh, do A, B, C, and D. My parents were like, go over there and figure this shit out. Like that's <laughs> yeah. the way it works. And it's funny is that was kind of like the theme for my whole life is like nobody's come. Like I remember my birth father who was a, he was kind of a really tough man with me. He shot my oldest brother in the back with a shotgun when I was like in eighth grade. It was crazy. But my, my, my father told me this. He said, if you're waiting for help to come, you're going to be disappointed your whole life because ain't nobody effing coming. That was his words to me at like eight years old. He's like, nobody's coming. That's a hard lesson right there. You know, and at the time I'm like, you're just a really mean, ugly man and you don't understand. But as I grew up, I'm like, you know, this guy was kind of going somewhere with this stuff. I think he, I think his thing is he got shot in the back of the shotgun by his father. And it was just like, he just, he, these, all these lessons that he learned the really hard way. He gave them to me in a not as hard as he got it, but a pretty dang hard way. So I treat my business and everything in a way where, you know, if somebody comes to me on my team, I don't, they're like, Hey, Ozzy, what do I do in this contract? I don't say, well, you should A, B, C, and D. No, I say, why don't you read that contract and come back and teach it to me tomorrow? So I want you to learn the whole thing verbatim, study it, because here's the deal is if I tell you, oh, in space A, you should put 10 in space B over here, you should put three days. What happens whenever you get into a situation where it doesn't fit and you end up screwing over your client, screwing over yourself and blowing out a deal? I said, you're going to come blame me because I told you what you put in the, in the space. No, no, no. Blame yourself because you didn't take it seriously enough to learn the whole dang thing. So. I just, I take a lot more time and care with my people to say, we are going to spend time. I'm going to frustrate you into learning everything you need to know, because yeah. I have to prepare you as if I'm going to die tomorrow. I don't want you, you know, I don't want to be the guy that gives all these people fish and then I die and they're like, where's our fish? We can't feed our family anymore. I want to be the dude that says, you have a fisherman inside of you. I'm going to give you a pole. I'm going to teach you how to use this, this bait. And I'm going to teach you how to go out and fish like you've never fished before for your entire family so that if I die tomorrow, you still get to leave a legacy regardless. And that's the way I live my life. And so, yeah, kind of went way off track, but I. No, you're good. Hey, you natural born leader, you know I mean? Uh, maybe you went through a bunch of shit. Sounds like that you did, you know, to, uh, to, to, to mold you, form you into the leader that, that you are now. And then, uh, and, uh, and I don't know if a lot of people know this about you, but you, you, you got, didn't you get into real estate? You're Papacitos, right? I was, I mean, it's Papacitos. Segway. 18 years old, I went to Papacitos. I left Papacitos when I was 24, mm -hmm. and I did like a printing company, and I did Chipotle burritos for a year because we needed insurance to have a baby. And then, uh, and then I got in 2005, I got into real estate. I actually had a buddy who said, "You'd be great at this," and I just honestly, yeah. they cut my salary in half at the corporate printing company, and I didn't know how I was going to pay my bills. So I'm like, I got, I, I got no choice. Going to real estate. Yeah. Got a baby and yeah, mm -hmm. got a wife and need to and half a paycheck and made the move. Yeah. So uh, all right, what's uh what what what's you know it's not all um I don't know. I mean you're coming into the situation, the shift, the pandemic, whatever you want to call you know, our COVID mm -hmm. situation. But what's uh what what has been some of the uh you know, challenges and you know what what have you done to work? What's what's the workaround? You know, I know you're good at my, my challenge is, is so you know, what's funny is I'm seeing there's certain people on my team that were nurturers and buyers agents and they're flourishing right now. They're, they're, they're just absolutely killing it. Um, I, you know, if you, if you live and die by the cold call, you know, and you're calling Zillow for sell owners and for sell com, whatever you're calling mm -hmm. and you're getting more people say, well, 
you know, it used to be, well, I don't know if I want to meet with an agent because I'm not really paying commission. You know, I could always overcome yeah. that. Okay, right, we can figure that out. Yeah, I can get yeah. you taken care of. But when they're saying, I don't want you to come over because I don't want to die, it's like, ah, how do I, <laughs> how do I overcome that? So it's thrown a little bit of a wrench where you just have to double down. You have to do more lead generation. You have to have more conversations. You have to meet with more people than you've ever met before just to get to the same amount of business you were doing three months ago. So that's what, that's my side. I mean, a lot of people on my team, actually, I've, you know, I've got a, a woman named Whitney on my team that she is killing it. I want to say she's like 15 or 16 contracts in the past like week or two. She just is something ridiculous, but she, um, she just catapulted. <laughs> How's she doing that? Zoom or what's, what's the deal? You going over there? No. So she, she, you know what? One thing we taught. So when Whitney came to me, she hadn't closed deals in like months and she joined the team and, you know, she wondered and I wondered, is this going to fit? Is it even going to work? And um, I realized one thing above all was I had to give her the confidence or help her to develop the confidence to say no. So what happened is by her in the past year, developing the confidence, the confidence to tell people, no, you're not going to waste my time. Go find another agent who, who, who will, you know, open doors and just be your chauffeur and all that crap. I am a legitimate real estate agent that is going to give you the best quality service and all the things. So naturally what she did is she got rid of all the junk and she focused on these true a buyers, these true motivated buyers. And now she has it. She's narrowed it down and made it so efficient for her and her business that she's not dealing with any time wasters that it's, it's, she's got a large pool of a buyers and they're serious. So it's, I'm going to show you three or four homes. We're going to get in, we're going to get out. We're going to close well, the deal. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as opposed to people want to be led like houses. that too, you know, so you got a leader, you know, a leader leading a leader. Imagine that. Uh -huh. Awesome. Obviously you've got a great organization, man. Um, hey, real quick. I'm gonna get back to this, but tell people how they can get a hold of you real quick. Um, so there's a lot of Facebook. We have askozzy.com on Facebook. Um, we have TCNC Investments on Facebook. We have Texas Turnkey Property Management on pro Property Management and Rentals on Facebook. Um, my cell phone number, I am always open. If you can text me, I do my best to reply to everyone, even though I receive hundreds and hundreds of texts and calls a day. Um, my number is 713-201-4089. And my email is ozzy at askozzy.com. That's O-Z-Z-I-E at A-S-K-O-Z-Z-I-E.com. My office is here in Pearland. I have a 4,000 square foot building that we own that, you know, come on over, come, come hang out, come talk to us. People come and study us while we're dialing and they come and watch how we operate. Um, a lot of people are wanting to learn about the investment side of the business um, because we teach and work with a lot of investors. Um, so yeah, so that, that's how you get a hold of me. Hit him up. And if you didn't write any of that stuff down, you might, you're going to, you're going to call and thank him after uh, you hear what he's got to say about this. I've heard you talk about this before. You hinted at it and you skated over a second ago, but when, uh, you know, I guess it's a seller or a buyer, it really doesn't matter. But when somebody's like, Hey, you know, give me some of your commission, you know, how, how do you, uh, how do you handle that? You don't have to go, you know, on a long tangent, but just yeah. <laughs> how do you, how do you lead your agents or how do you just, you know, maybe tell an example of a story or tell a story to somebody so, you did that for or you know, how you, you know, it. overall, like it's a, you know, we're all, we're, everybody has a sales method. Some people have what they call the discount sales method, which they're going to list your property for four or 5% or whatever they're going to do. Cause that's what they believe is how they grow their business easier. Mm -hmm. um, for me, it's about value. So it's just a couple of different scripts. One's partially yeah. a bulldog script. One's partially what we call Diana Kokoska script, but overall it's just simple. It's, you know, I, I totally get it. So, you know, my commission standard for what I charge people, um, 
is six percent but what you're telling me is you have a cousin that would do it for four percent and you got a friend who said they'd do it for five percent so i totally understand where you're coming from so here's what i'm going to do i'm going to go ahead and break this all down and i'm kind of kind of explain to you so number one let me ask you a question do you believe negotiation is really important in in a real estate transaction yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's extremely important. I mean, negotiation is so important that the largest companies in the world, like Shell and the United States government, they play, they pay their negotiators hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars to negotiate on their behalf to save them even more hundreds of thousands, even more millions. So we both agree negotiation is extremely important, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm going to tell you right now is I'm willing to bet if you took me and nine other real estate agents and you lined us up right here in your kitchen and you said, hey, who would be willing to list my house for 5%? I bet you probably like nine of them would raise their hand. I wouldn't. And then I bet you if you said, hey, would you do it for 4%? I bet you like three or four, maybe half of them would still raise their hand and say, I'll do it for 4%. Me, on the other hand, I still wouldn't be raising my hand. And let me explain to you why. Just like that, you ask them to give them money out of their pockets to you in the way of commission. And just like that, they raised their hand and they gave you their money. That's the money that they use to feed their kids, to put food on the table. That's the money they use to keep shoes on their kids' feet, to pay the electricity bill, to pay the mortgage and keep them from being homeless, to pay their broker to keep their business going. And just like that, you asked them for it and they gave it up to you just like that. So let me ask you, just like that, they gave you the shoes off their kids' feet and the food off their kids' table. They couldn't protect their own commission and negotiation. What do you think is gonna happen when they're trying to protect your money? Well, you don't even have to answer. I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen even when they come up against a bulldog negotiator like me. I'm going to take their money, and I'm going to take your money, and there's nothing you can do about it because you hired a weak agent. So you've got a decision. Either you hire the weak agent to work for you, or you hire the strong agent to go to work for you, and I think you know what to do. Why don't we go and sign this contract, and I'll keep that money in your pocket, and you can kick the weak agents to the curb because I'm the one that's going to protect your, 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 shoes kid, your kid's shoes and the food on your table. Is that okay with you? Where do I sign? Boom. Yep, that's it. Money in the bank, man. That's that's good stuff. I just wanted I just wanted people to hear that. If you haven't heard that or anything close to that, because I've heard lots of different variations of how you handle that, and nobody's topped that. So, yes, great work. So yeah, I got like when you really look at it and think of it that way, it's not just words; it's the truth. Like this is how I feed my kids. This is my freaking livelihood. You're asking me to give it to you. No, you do. Right. You have to fight not. for it. Like, you, you, you a lot you're more. either bothering someone or you have value. If I'm bothering you, I'm not going to show up. But if I have value, I'm going to show up. And when I when I show up, I'm going to bring the value. You better respect it. That's right. how that works. I think it's huge. All right. So, uh, speaking of some other values, changing gears slightly. You know, um, what are some tool? I mean, I know you spoke on a lot of different activities. You know, so um, I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm kind of thinking best. COVID-19 practices right now, you know, like a system that you can maybe some nuts and bolts. So what I'll tell you is, um, what's working? This is like the most outrageous, like hidden gem. So everybody using zoom, it's out there in the open. I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to go, I'm going to go somewhere totally different. I know everybody's like zoom, 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 zoom. It's crazy. So I'm, I'm going to go in the direction of here's the deal. What I'm noticing is probably, and I'm going to throw a, a total off the wall number, probably 50 to 70% of agents have gone into vacation mode. They've basically said, at least, at least. Oh, wow. Like we're, 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 I, I have an excuse that everybody will buy. What's your excuse for failing in real estate? COVID-19, man. I was a victim like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. 
It like, don't do that. So what we've done is we have a system called Sisu, S-I-S-U dot C-O. Um, and I don't know who created, but whoever there, it's pretty awesome. Sisu tracks activities. So we can go in and we can look at activities. So we have a range of activities. We actually, we originally got this list of success habits from a guy named Burt Workman with Workman Success Solutions. Freaking awesome. So we, we, we have this list of habits. And then I took and I, I added on a bunch of stuff and I removed stuff and I made it success habits for our team. And then I implement, I input it into CSU and we track all the things that people should be doing to be successful in their business. So my people on my team, Monday through Friday, five days a week have to get at least 61 points every single day by doing these activities. And there's a point system. So right. every day we get on and we look at Tuesdays and Thursdays when we really talk about it at 830 in the morning, we okay. talk about the numbers. And the reason why it's so important in times like this is because it's easy to go into vacation mode. It's easy to go into victim mode. It's easy to say, well, I've got an excuse now. You don't. You know what it means now is you, if, if it was harder to generate business, that means you need to double down on what you were doing three months ago. What was easy three months ago is now hard. So right. you need to do double the work because excuses are not acceptable. Because I hate to tell you, but that bailout check ain't enough. The PPP program, more than likely, you won't get any money because they gave it to Ruth Chris. So all these things that people are counting on, they're not going to happen. They're not going to be there. When the, when the foreclosure ban goes away and the eviction ban goes away, whenever basically these, these government offices open up, start processing eviction and foreclosures again, you're going to lose your house and you can't blame it on the government. Period. You got to blame you and only you. So you're either going to double down and do what you have to do, or you're going to fail. And this Sisu tracker that we use. Spell that. Sisu. S I S U dot C O. It, it really keeps us on track with hitting our numbers and doing the activities. And I tell people what I see in your Sisu on, on your Sisu dashboard right now is your day is your bank account in the next three months. So what you're telling me is you haven't hit your money, your numbers this month in Sisu. So are you prepared to be broke in two months? Are you prepared to miss car payments and get your lights shut off? No, I, I, I figured you'd agree with me. No, you don't want to get your lights shut off. So what you need to do is fix your freaking bank account right now and get in these lead generation sources. And that's, that's the best thing that I can tell you that we've worked on for holding people accountable that we've had to double down on and, and absolutely take seriously. So true, man. Um, man, uh, we got, I got so much more I want to cover with you, man. And we're, we're, we're running out of time, but uh, let me try to, this is going to be a little loaded, this question. We've got a couple more things I want to try to cover with you. So what is your thoughts right now on this pandemic or whatever, the effects short, on the short sell market and <laughs> load it up. And uh, do you think there's going to be a divorce market? You know, I mean, let's just be real. I mean, I, I, I you know, heard or watched a little bit. I mean, it's, it's, it's a real thing. <laughs> People are quarantined and that's going to be a big thing coming out of this side. I believe that. I mean, you know, it's sad. It's unfortunate. But yeah. you know, if this is so here, here's, here's what I believe. I believe in the grand scheme of thing. If you look over the year, I don't believe the divorce rate will skyrocket. Um, I believe the divorce rate right now is going to plummet because people can't get to their attorney to get divorced, but I believe it's going to, it's going to spike whenever they Later. let us out. Yeah. But I think in the grand scheme of the year, it's going to balance itself out and be similar to years in the past. That's my belief on that. Yeah. Um, as far as like short sales and foreclosures, you better believe that there's going to be a lot of people leave, losing their house once yeah. these, once 
these government offices get open up and foreclosures can get processed. It was already beginning to happen. We were seeing an uptick in the amount of foreclosures and NODs, which is notice of defaults. Yeah. It's going to go skyrocket and it's going to go even further here pretty quickly. What I, what I tell people is break your piggy, actually keep your piggy banks closed, but be ready to break them because there's going to be opportunity. Like right now, what you have to realize is, is, you know, I, I tell this to my team is um, the last great natural redistribution of wealth. I mean, natural, and I don't mean like the government takes your money and gives it somebody else like they do with everything else. I mean, natural redistribution of wealth um, was the great depression. It created more millionaires than any other time in the United States. I believe that this could be, you know, a top five redistribution of wealth naturally naturally and i'm not saying i'm taking your money and giving other people i'm saying that there will be people that will fail and there will be people that are absolutely opportunists that will catapult themselves into more money than they've ever had or a better opportunity financially for their wealth um me and my company tcnc and ask us we are in buy mode i've bought this month alone 28 29 30 31 i bought 31 doors this month alone that's a 28 unit apartment complex and three houses i bought this month alone and we're not wow. slowing down i think we're 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 contracting a 66 unit apartment complex a 99 and a 20 i don't know the one on crofton is like 24 25 we are getting those under contract and we'll be closing those in the next three to six months we're in buy mode this is about creating an opportunity and mm -hmm. if if you wait it will be too late that is true that is true it's a very short short window on a whole lot of levels right now on a lot of things. Um, all right, I got a, got a couple last questions for you. Um, if you had to be quarantined with anybody else, who would be the best quarantine partner for you outside of wife and family? Oh, man. Can't do it. Best, what did you just do to me? I just um, <laughs> I've never thought about this question. Best outside of my... Um, uh, she can't get mad oh at you, my man. god! I took I, I took her out of the equation. You know, is it just one person? It could be a group of people. Either one. You pick group. My family. My First. family. Oh man! I, all my brothers and sisters. I, I no family. I said no family. no family. Oh god! Okay. All right. Um. Oh my god. Um. You know what? Um. It would probably be either like a John Maxwell or a Steve Harvey or. Somebody like that, you know, like a, a John Maxwell, like I, I read his books and I study his stuff. And he just, he's such an amazing leader and he doesn't, he teaches us how to lead um, with love and not out of fear. Yeah. He teaches yeah, yeah. how to lead with genuine conversations and not tiptoeing around what we need to be talking about. That's right. So, yeah. you know what, right off the top of my head, I'm probably sure if I thought about it a couple of days, it would change. But right now it's John Maxwell being my number one. That's awesome. That's super solid. Yeah. He makes you feel good when it's good. And I mean, you know, you make you feel good when it's bad. So, all right. What about the worst quarantine partner? Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> worst quarantine partner. Um, geez. Um, I don't know, man. You can learn from everybody. That's a tough one. Um, I, I don't I don't think I think negatively enough to figure that out. And I don't people oh. who think I'm their enemy. I don't have any enemies. I I love everybody. Like I, I really don't I don't know. I don't even the people who've done me wrong in business, I pray for them every day that they succeed. 
So they stopped thinking about me and throwing bad juju at me. So yeah, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know who, who that is, that you is, tell that me is, is what answers like, have you received you on the bus. You know, I mean, I, I, I probably what dodged, answers have you received? Like, on negative that? ignorant soul. Like I wouldn't want to be around someone like that. I don't know. All right, what, what, give me give me another book. You just uh, your, your favorite book or last book you read? So we are reading the five love languages right now as a company. Yep. Um, that's the book we're digging into. The next one's going to be the five dysfunctions of the team. Um, but if I could give you like my favorite books in the world, you know, here's five dysfunctions of the team right here. If I can give you my favorite five books, functions of the team. Have you read that before? Yeah. How, yeah. How, yeah. How, I'm, I've read it like five times. We're about to, this is our next book I'm right, right now. now. Right now we're reading the five love languages. Um, we're reading the five <laughs> love languages <laughs> and it's really about the five love languages is, is about, um, just understand your relationship with other human beings. You know, it goes back, you know, the Bible says, do one to others of you as you would have them do unto you. But I believe yeah. that, you know, I don't believe that's a hundred percent. I believe it's do unto others as you would have them do unto them. So for example, huggers, there's people out there that love hugs. Give me hugs all day. Yeah. There's some people that are like, you can tell me you love me, but don't freaking touch me. I don't like, I don't like public displays of affection. I don't like touching all that stuff. So if I'm a hugger and I go and hug a guy that hates being hugged, but did I really do him what I was supposed to do? Was I, was I bringing the affection the right way? I don't think so. So yeah. I really, the five love, love languages teaches you that this is another book, the millionaire real estate investor. Okay. So these are all books that I, I, I didn't place them here. They've been here. So I read these books and I study them. Um, if you haven't read the Aladdin factor, that's a great book about asking for what you want. Um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, if you want to get your mind right about money and making it exponential and thinking about it the right way. Um, what else? What else? What else? If I do, oh, oh The Go-Giver. For a book, you're giving everybody. I give you book. everything. The Go-Giver. <laughs> if you have not read The Go-Giver, you need to read The Go-Giver. It's amazing. It's a great freaking book. Love it. All right. Um, let's see. What about a product or brand that you can't live without? Product or brand that I cannot live without? Um geez um you know i i don't know if it's just this but i mean I, we have our iphone i mean i Dude, man it's iPhone. looks that one and i'm like that's it man i mean like what, what it's right there in your hand all the time all right do you have a mentor or a coach um i have a couple coaches so honestly my direct coach it's funny is Give him a she's, shot she's, she's becoming the ceo of my organization her name is it. vanessa bateman um shout out she, to you, vanessa. There, she keeps Stand me in line um, other than that, it's, it's it, honestly, it's all the women on the team. So it's Sandra Costas keeps me in line. Elisa Guzman keeps me in line. Christine Levery keeps me in line. Lori, Nicole, Jessica, Whitney, Cassie, like all the women on this Any team. Any guys they, working with you? I do. And they're, they it's Michael G, Luis, and Michael Carbajal. They, they don't, I don't know. They, Give a shout the, out. But. <laughs> the guys, the guys are like, they do their own thing. And the women are like, get your crap together. Yeah, yeah. Like the girls are like, I'm not putting up with this. Let's go. Sounds like you got like seven work wives, man. That's intense. Yeah. It's pretty much it. producing at a high level. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. La one of the last ones. Best advice and who gave it to you? Oh God. Um, man, there's so many pieces of advice. Uh, you know what? This is a Gary Keller saying, well, there's two of them and, and I don't One comes from Gary Keller. One doesn't. One is, um, my strength lies solely in my tenacity. Um, understanding that this isn't about how smart, how strong, how beautiful, or how fast you are. This is about the, the, the victor is going to be the one who never gives up. 
True. Yep. Um, that one, and then first seek to understand. I believe that if the world in general, if we really, if we stop trying to push our point and our agenda, and we started just trying to sit back and say, I understand, if we looked at things more as a third party, as opposed to, this is me against you, and let's fight about this. If we just looked at it as, you know what, here's the deal. Uh, you know, I, I personally don't agree with you, Taylor, on what you're saying. But here's the deal is, I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to do my best to understand you. And regardless of whether we agree or not, I'm going to treat you like a, a, another son of God. I'm going to love you like a brother, and we're going to be cool, right? Now, yeah. if your belief is to hurt other human beings and kill them and stuff like that, like, and I mean directly, I don't mean some long off crazy idea that people yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, we're not going to chime very well. I'm not going to let you get away with that. But overall, <laughs> it's I just I, I, we can we can understand each other. We can live in peace without agreeing on things. We don't have to fight about everything. Yeah. You know, like just slow down. Like, you know, uh, your life is your life. You've been through what you've been through. You're facing what you're facing. And my life is totally different than yours. Yet, man, I love you. And I pray that you make it through whatever you're going through. And I, I hope you, you accomplish everything you want to accomplish. And if there's any way that I can help you get there, I will. And I, I just, you know, if I don't have to be your solution, but I can be your shoulder. And that's okay. That's huge, man. Got a huge heart, man. That's why people love you. I'm serious. You, know, <laughs> you, you wear your heart on your sleeve. It's, uh, I, think it's, it, I think it's fantastic. So, all right, last thing before I wrap this, wrap this deal up, um, give me, a, give me a, a funny story. Oh, man. Personal or, you know, within real estate, something. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a story. <laughs> me, and, me, me and Mike, I got a guy named Mark Carbajal. He's, he's 20 years old now. He was 19 with me, and I'm tr I was training him. We went to a listing appointment, and um, so there's these two little bitty dogs. And, and um, so imagine I'm standing here. The seller's like four feet away, and right in between is these two little dogs. And one of the dogs starts licking the other dog's nuts, like right there in front of us. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, hey. <laughs> like, are they supposed to be doing this? Like, is that natural? And he starts licking his butt. Then I'm like, "Are you gonna Are you gonna make them stop? Like, I can't even talk to you right now." And so I could not stop. Capital I, I, I laughed so hard, and I couldn't stop laughing that I had to get Mike, who was in training. I go, Mike, finish this listing appointment. I can't even talk to this guy. <laughs> well, I mean, so I just. Yeah. <laughs> I walked out of the room and I'm just laughing. And then when I thought I had it together, I come back in and sit down at the table where we signed the listing agreement. And I just bust out laughing again. I'm like, I can't do this. I gotta leave. <laughs> oh man, just just the you know, remembering and what you just experienced or was it still going like, on? No, this is like a year, this is a, over a year ago. I don't know. No, I'm saying like within that same like 30 minutes or an hour that y'all were there, like. Did the, did the dogs like kind of drift off or you're just still laughing? No, it? no, it was all right after. So I see it happening. I can't stop laughing. And I'm talking. What made it crazy was the guy didn't look and he didn't like tell him, hey, don't do that. He just kept talking like nothing was going on. I'm like, is that natural? He's like, da, 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 da. I'm like, hey, stop him. This, this is gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disrupting the peace. Oh, man. All right. Well, hey. <laughs> 
we're going to wrap it up on that note. Thank you so much, Ozzy. Seriously, you know, you're a leader in the pillar in the community, and I, mean, I really enjoy getting to know you a lot, seriously. And I know your team has got to have all the admiration in the, in, in the world for you. So thank you for, uh, for everything you do and being on with, uh, with us on Disruption Nation today. We appreciate that. And uh, we were talking about this before the show. Hope to see you on a Masterclass Houston, you know, uh, event via zoom right now thanks to COVID 19 uh real soon because content's incredible and uh and we'll have a little bit more time to dive into some other stuff there but anyway fantastic job great catching up man appreciate it and um guys uh disruption nation is a youtube show platform podcast on spotify your favorite podcast app uh, check out our youtube channel we got over 400 videos hit subscribe that are uh, free for you with content like ozzy and uh and you can get them all all right there just uh, with a click of a button so we do this for you to add some value to the uh, to the real estate community and people that are disrupting their space. If you know anybody looking to uh, to get on or you think they should be showcased, uh, please reach out to us. We'd love to have a conversation with them. And uh, Ozzy, were you, you going to say something? Yeah, I was I... going to say, what what kind of Cutco thing do you not have so I can buy you that gift for thanking you for having me on? Oh, thanks, so, man. Yeah, we will hook you <laughs> we up. We'll hook you up. You. <laughs> I, I should send you <laughs> something just for all, 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 all the knowledge and stuff that you're dropping today. So I appreciate and that. Then, we're going to, yeah, we'll have our own podcast kicking off. I believe it's going to be called the Bro Chacho Show because we're going to have fun and do crazy stuff, but that'll be kicking off in the future. So look out pay, for the Bro Chacha. Attention. I like it. The Bro Chacha. Bro Chacha. <laughs> All right. Two, Tuesday, two o'clock. All right. You'll see us in. Thanks, Ozzy. Appreciate it, man. See you all right.